Yo, I really appreciate y'all tuning in today. Today we got a great one. I got my boy Shay Stevens here on the podcast. Um, this episode's all about following through. I talked to him about starting the podcast. He helped me out, reassured me that it's all about what I need to do. And he gives you, you know, what you need to hear, not what you want to hear. So I really love talking with Shay because we come from two different places. We have different perspectives, but we're able to have that relationship, have that professional and friendship. Where we're able to say exactly, hey, this is what we do for each other. This man takes care of you as if you were his brother. And it's amazing to be able to do that, to have that person that keeps you in check. So I wanted to be able to share this and show everybody that, hey, you need those people that are going to be there for you, one, but two, be able to let you know exactly what you need to hear when you don't want to hear it. So this episode's all about leveling up. Shay is a loan officer by trade. So if you're thinking about refinancing your house or maybe even purchasing a home, you're going to want to hit him up. You're going to want to stay tuned. This is an amazing episode. You're not going to want to miss this. Have you ever wondered why winners keep on winning? When you look at those people and all they seem to do is win, when they find ways to win, when things get tough, that's the winner's paradigm. The winner's paradigm is simply recalibrating your mindset so you can achieve everything you dream of, your definition of success in life. On this podcast, we interview those winners. We ask them how they got their wins. We talk about trauma. We talk about adversity. We talk about work ethic. We talk about lessons learned. So you guys can have those tools to be able to recalibrate your mindset. My name is Alundis Havens. I am your podcast host and the founder of The Winner's Paradigm. I'm going to be taking this to new heights so I can be able to show you guys exactly what it looks like when you detail your journey and be able to get those answers from people who have been there and done that. This is The Winner's Paradigm. Paradigm. Let's get this. Yo, it's your boy Lundis here, the Winner's Paradigm Podcast. Today we got a special one for y'all. Um, I've actually been wanting to bring this gentleman on for quite some time. This is one of my best friends, Shay Stevens. And what I love about this man is he's taught me so much about life. Um, and just we come from two different places. So it was really awesome, you know, initially meeting and getting to like each other. And then you hit that point where you're like, I don't know if we vibe anymore. And what was cool about him was we actually figured out that we had a lot more in common and we learned more from each other. So it drawed us into becoming better friends. So without further ado, Shay, would you mind giving us a brief intro on yourself, brother? Yeah, yeah, no problem. First and foremost, I just want to say thank you for having me on your podcast. Um, it means a lot. Um, you know, we've definitely have grown, you know, since the first time we met. And um, it's crazy. I'm, I'm glad that we were able to, you know, still remain friends and stay in contact because, not every day you're able to, you know, meet somebody and, you know, maintain a friendship and, you know, hopefully it lasts a lifetime because, you know, we, we mesh, we get along, you know, we have our differences, but at the end of the day, we know that, you know, life's a lot more important than, you know, your own opinion on certain things. And we both have that respect for each other um, enough to where, you know, we can still agree to disagree and, you know, we don't let it affect our relationship. So, yeah, but um, I'm glad to be here. This is awesome, man. I'm proud of you for having your own podcast. This is cool. You know, when when I saw that you had your own podcast and, you know, you're doing some episodes, I'm like, man, I got to hop on here and just, Absolutely. you know, bullshit a little bit with my friend and just get things popping off in the right direction for you. So, um, you know, yeah, thank you again for having me on here. This is cool. Let's get it rolling. I appreciate you, brother. And, and a quick um, of how me and Shay met, it was kind of funny. We both were working at um, a mortgage broker, and she's still there to this day. But um, immediately when we were in training, we just kicked it off. This dude was just funny as shit. And I was like, this motherfucker's making jokes. I got to compete. So from there, you know, me and him were just shit talking um, every day, 
you know, he'd be on the phone selling, gets off the phone and then goes on his phone for two seconds. And I'm like, hey, and then he would do that to me. And I'm like, so I got to stay on my P's and Q's because we were just keeping each other in check. It was so competitive. Um, and then what was funny is we we're like, hey, bro, what are you doing for lunch? And we would just like find reasons or find ways to go to lunch together, whether it was, you know, Fridays. Um, but it was something cool, you know, me and Shay shared. And then from there, you know, we just our relationship as friends just kept growing to where it was me preaching about the podcast, you know, early on. And I was like, hey, I bought this course. I'm looking into starting a podcast. I don't really know if anybody cares. So it was she was one of those first people that I was um, confiding in and talking about that podcast. So it was awesome, you know, being able to actually talk to somebody who understood what it means. But two, you know, they understood and under, um, they understood what I was meaning, number one. But two, they were like pushing me. And it was like, you know what? You can do it. Like you absolutely can. So whenever I had it on, he's like, hey, I would like to come on. And I was like, yeah, absolutely. Because that's one thing we talked about when I first started preaching it to you was, hey, we're going to bring you on. You'll have you to talk. Um, so could you tell us a little bit of what you do to the current day, brother? Yeah, of course. Um, so currently right now, I'm still working at the mortgage mortgage broker or brokerage here in San Diego, California. Um, never really assumed or thought I'd actually be doing this line of work right now. Um, I've always enjoyed sales and been in different sales jobs, but um, the industry's been good. The position opened up and I said, you know what, it's something that I can learn. And, you know, it's always good to be knowledgeable on mortgages because I, quite frankly, I had no clue about anything about mortgages going into this job. And, uh, you know, all the different programs and different ways that you can get screwed out of a mortgage. So I'm glad that, you know, I have the knowledge and whereabouts of that. So currently over there, um, enrolled here at San Diego State University, still getting my uh, my management and entrepreneur degree. So I've got a, about a year and a half left for that before oh, I yeah. get that. Um, just working, grinding, school, you know, just uh, – Love in San Diego, man. I'm from Las Vegas. So, um, you know, definitely enjoy the weather, you know, enjoy living in San Diego between, you know, the different sports teams and different colleges and the beaches, the restaurants, everything. San Diego is amazing. I love it out here. Uh, never wanted to go back once I was out here. But yeah, just just living, working hard, man, trying to just, you know, be as successful, you know, within my own, you know, vision. And uh, gonna keep striving to be the best possible person that I could be, and try to bring the best out of other people as well. So um, that's been my mindset: just keep grinding, keep going, uh, stay learning, and um, we'll see what the future has and, and hold for myself. Oh man, that was solid. Thank you. Um, and what's funny is, me and Shay were kind of talking about things like that every single day, um, to where at the mortgage brokerage it was just hardcore selling over the phone. And that was for me, you know, my biggest roadblock was it was pretty tough. You know, initially we coasted in it. We're like, oh, this shit's easy. And then it just hit a, a bottom where it was like you're fighting with every single client. So me and this man or um, and, and what's funny, bringing to this point is we would role play every day. You know, so we'd be in the car and we're talking about how we're selling. And I always thought role play was stupid. You know, and I was one of those guys that was like, I'm not going to be doing this. And what Shay was just we we're both kind of firing back. But two, we were trying to see, you know how you were overcoming the objections, and then three, we're learning from each other. So Shay was a big part of me, you know, learning um, on that sales journey. So I like to say for you, you know, what is one thing you've learned in sales while you've been there? And then two, you know, something common with mortgages that people don't understand, and you're, you know, coaching them on, teaching them every single day. Yeah, so for your first question, 
Um, you know, sells, it's a numbers game. You know, people, you're going to get more no's than yeses. You know, you got to have thick skin. You got to understand that, you know, eventually over time, especially if you know your product and you're selling a good product and people need your product, you know, eventually more and more people will say yes. And it really comes down to just knowing your product and being knowledgeable and knowing your competitors and knowing what your competitive advantage is going into the situation and being able to reach the benefits with your customers, right? So there's a beneficial factor for, you know, most loans if it's not saving money or paying off debt or, you know, pulling out some cash to remodel your property. There's all different aspects and ways you can look at your mortgage. Now, a lot of people don't understand a lot of these concepts. So it's for us to be able as, you know, finance professionals to bring that to fruition so people can see, you know, the opportunity that's in front of them. And it's just, it's a numbers game. You know, you're going to have your good days and your bad days. You're going to have good months and you're going to have bad months. And as long as you're consistent and you put in the work and you do the best possible, you know, to your ability, then, you know, everything else will take care of itself. Um, something that most people don't realize with mortgages is, you know, it's important to, you know, not get behind in, you know, your debt. You know, a lot of people, they have bad FICOs or they're pulling out loans for this and for that. And, you know, they're maxing out their credit cards and they're living above their means. And you realize how important it is to keep your credit Absolutely. good. You know, I think people, for the most part, understand this. But, you know, it's another story what people's credit actually looks like when you're dealing with, you know, people's finances every single day. And um, it can make a huge difference in saving you a lot of money in your future. Absolutely. So that's what I'd probably say. I think, yeah, my man. Well, I appreciate you saying that, brother. And I know that was one thing you know me and you used to always talk about was getting better. And another thing with you, um, I loved pointing out was just me and you. The way we think, we visualize things is very similar. You would decorate your desk. You know, you would have like a Godfather poster, um, and then you would have something else in there. You know, where you'd be yes. able to show you know what you're visualizing. One of your quotes, right? And that's what I love too. Is I do that same thing. Um, even now, and what's funny is when I started the job that I was working at, um, I have a Muhammad Ali poster right here. And what, and I had the camera it flipped up one time. So somebody was like, oh, you have a Muhammad Ali poster. That's dope. And I was like, yeah. When I was a kid, other kids were like watching cartoons or whatever. And I was like, just on YouTube when I found out what that was, you know, and I was like watching videos. And my dad was like, hey, you need to watch this. So I grew up, you know, visualizing these people. So real big on Kobe. Um, real big on Muhammad Ali. And it was one of those things. It's like, hey, what are they doing that we're not? You know, and it's obviously winning, but it's not just winning. It's in dominant fashion. And like you said, being consistent. So I'd say for you, you know, what is one thing that's kept you consistent and kept you um, striving for the best that you can be, brother? Yeah. Um, I think it's just not being complacent with yourself. You know, like you wake up every day and you look in the mirror and, you know, you you are, you know, who you are. And, you know, if you don't believe in yourself, nobody else will. Absolutely. And I think for for yourself, it's like, you know, it's a daily competition with yourself. If you could be better than the next day, if that's not eating better, if it's not working out, if it's not going into your your job and clocking in before you actually clock in. And just completely trying to strive to be the best possible person that you could be to get to your full potential. And it's a never ending thing. You know, I mean, you're going to have bad days. Yeah. You're going to have great days. Yeah. But as long as you're consistent and you know that you're in the pursuit of trying to be the best possible person you can be, 
then I think you'll find happiness in that process. You know, a lot of people are trying to find some end result for being happy, but I think a lot of it comes from the pursuit of that journey. And, you know, you got to smile on the days that, you know, aren't going to be great and understand that it's a process to get to where you want to get to. And for me, I think that um, I just don't want to look back on my life and just be like, you know, there's so many opportunities and so many things I could have done um, differently. And I just I don't want to try to make that mistake. And so for me, I try to, you know, wake up and I try to, you know, push myself to try to be better than I was yesterday. And if you can try to do that, then I think you'll be happy. Absolutely. And I, and I agree because I'm similar like you. Um, I have to. I'm one of those that when I wake up in the morning, I actually fell for this today. If I don't jump out of bed first thing, um, then I stay there for the next 10, 20 minutes, you know, and then from there, that's when my fucking day sucks because I start lagging. Um, and it's just not that clear, concise, you know, picture where I get up, you know, you get a little groggy, you're very sleepy versus, you know, when I jump out of bed, it's already that first thing looking in the mirror. Hey, what are we going to do today that we didn't do yesterday? All right. What did I mess up on yesterday? Um, what were ways that people, you know, gave me objections that I couldn't overcome, you know, and now what's funny is moving on, you know, and I'm, and I'm working and it's learning, you know, like don't negotiate price. The price is what it is and the value sells it. And that was one of those things that I didn't understand, yeah. you know, as I was like, oh, you know, the price is what it is. But if someone else is lower, maybe we can. And it was like, no, that's not it. The price is what it is because of what we bring to the table. Right. So in, in your case, how would you say you're balancing everything right now, going to school full time and still working, you know, killing it on loans? How are you able to find that balance, brother? Yeah, um, I think the balance just comes from having a good schedule set. Right. You kind of you don't go outside of your schedule. You have, you know, repetition of what you want to do and what your day's planned out to. And you try to stick to it and be disciplined now. You know, or sometimes you're going to be 10 minutes late to this or, you know, 15 minutes, you know, longer in this section of your of your day. But, you know, trying to have a set schedule for certain things to manage your time correctly and, you know, also have your downtime. You know, you don't want to burn yourself out or you don't want to, you know, put yourself in a position where, you know, your productivity is slacking in other areas because you just you're doing too much. And so you have to kind of know your limit within yourself of what you can handle and, you know, what's going to um, how you can try to maintain being efficient within your own life. And, um, you know, there's times where, you know, you might be a little burned out here. It might be a little burned out here. And then you just need to adapt to it, you know, and understand, all right, maybe, you know what, I can't work out today. You know, my body's just not there. My brain's not there. It's just something that I just I I can't do right now. And other days you're like, you know what? I have more energy today and, you know, I could fit it into my schedule. You know, there's certain things I think with all different types of individual people that, you know, this is like, um, you know, like without a question, this is something that I have to do, right? Like I have to get my workout in the morning that there's no debating it. There's no like not allowing it in my schedule. And for other people, you know, that's something that they need. You know, for me, like, I wish I was more disciplined to go to the gym <laughs> than I am, right? Um, that's one thing that I'm trying to implement into my life a lot more. And it, I'm lazy at times. Man. I'm like, I don't want to wake up. I don't want to go before work. I get out of work. I'm like, man, between this and other stuff and, you know, relationships and all types of stuff, you know, it, it, it's just draining at times. But, um, 
Yeah, I would just say managing your schedule, you know, just trying to focus on that and just being, you know, a master of your schedule uh, will definitely help with trying to balance and maintain everything that's going on in your life. My man. And and again, see, this is why this is why I love you so much is we agree on pretty much a lot of things. And this is one of those, you know, is definitely time management, something I fell at, you know, and what I started doing, especially now, you know, finishing up my degree, working full time, having a family and going uh, and, and the podcast is I'm just, you know, allocating a certain amount of hours. So I'm like before I was going at 10 o'clock. Um, and what's funny is the company I'm with, they're two hours ahead. So I would start at six in the morning. So their lunch is at 10 to 11. So for a while, I extended it from 10 to 1130. And then instead of getting off at three, I do 345. And I was going to the gym during lunch, right? And that adapted to, I need to wake up earlier. You know, I go at four o'clock in the morning. And then that way I get that workout done. You know, I get that pump. I feel good, contributes into the morning and then I can ride it, you know. And then when it goes to lunch, I can work on whatever yeah. it is, interviews. Um, and that was something that, allowed me to that was something that allowed me to um just get better with my time management you know is allocating that and then from there um i had about two hours i would leave you know for school and i was like hey whatever i'm gonna do during this period is what i'm gonna get done and then just drop it like you said because you need that time to decompress i'm one of those people that keeps pushing 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 and um it eventually got to a point you know where I had the home life and then I was working full time at that mortgage brokerage and trying to start the podcast. And I started failing, you know, my exams. And I was like, why am I failing these exams where I can't become a loan officer? Probably because I was doing too fucking much and I didn't realize, you know, how much I had on my plate. So great point. That's there, brother. Um, but one of the things I'd say I love about you the most is just your mindset. Right. And one of the things I'm big on, you heard me say this a million times and you used to always like kind of laugh was I'm real big on energy. So I'd always be like, I don't like that guy. And it wasn't that I was pointing out who I didn't like. It was just like the shit they say, or it was yeah. just we don't align with each other. So it was always funny. It was like, I would be in phases and it would seem like that, but I'm real big on energy, you know, and with you, we share that common feeling. But more importantly, you know, as we take in consideration, you know, all aspects of it. So I'd say from you, you know, what kind of led you to start thinking that way to where, you know, you're, you're feeding on energy, but at the same time, you know, you're able to be worried of um, what's going on out there and what everybody else is saying and, you know, to be able to be peaceful with everybody collectively. Yeah, I try to be um, not so much all the time, you know, um, I think just being conscientious of, you know, people's actions and being conscientious of your own. And I think, you know, when you've been around the block a while and you've experienced a lot of life experiences and good and bad, you know, you could just pick up on that stuff second nature. Um, you know, at least for me, I'm pretty tentative about trusting people. And, I, you know, for the most part, I have my guard up now. You know, the saying's always like, you know, trust somebody until they prove you otherwise. Um, you know, and actions speak a lot louder than words. So, um, just being in tuned, you know, with the energy around you, the people that you're associating with, what fits with you, what doesn't fit with you. Now, obviously, you know, sometimes you're going to vibe with people. Sometimes you're not, you know, sometimes you're going to, people are going to rub you the wrong way. Um, it's just life, you know, you're going to be around that continuously and it's for you to decide who you want in your circle and what you want to be around and what you want to let in your life. You know, it's, you know, your tribe is your vibe kind of thing. And um, it's important to surround yourself with people that you're either inspiring to be or people that um, I'm, you can find inspiration through everybody. 
um, people that are, you know, not to where you want to be yet and people that are where you want to be. And so it's for you to decide what you want to do. But yeah, I think it's important to feed off of energy. Energy is huge, you know, and you want to be around positive people who have optimistic, you know, attitudes towards whatever it is you're doing. And, um, you know, no one likes a Debbie Downer, that's for sure. I, I, I agree with you because. So, yeah, I mean, just vibe, you know, just just figure out what, what you enjoy being around and just roll with it, you know, and everything else will kind of transform into whatever you want it to be. No, you're right, bro. And that was what was funny is when I used to be like that, you know, where I where you're fucking hitting the phone so much and you're getting sick of that phone because you're like every fucking call is the same it all keeps going bad. And then I'm pissed because I felt like it was just rolling from like one day to like a next day was a little bit better. And then it just went to shit the third day. Um, and you'd always roll me back in. It's like, Hey brother, today's due day. It's going to be better. You're all right. You know what I mean? Like just keep doing it again. It's a numbers game. And I'd be like, no, nah, this is just fucking bullshit. Like I'm tired of it. And you're like, no, you're going to be all right. Just slow <laughs> down, you know, watch it yeah. the best you can be. And I'd say now, you know, that I've removed myself from there, I'm able to see that it's like, yeah, you know what, maybe I did lose my cool way too many times, uh, but now it's something that I've learned, you know, while starting this brand. And what's crazy now is just the sales factor, you know, the the strong points. Um, I completely switched from a 180, you know, to where it's like, I was scared to ask those questions. That was probably one of the dumbest things I ever did is not ask enough questions because from there, you know, um, yeah, I didn't really know. But again, you know, a lot of what we were doing is, is it was going through the script, you know, and trying to get prior information so it was like i didn't formulate it into a conversation i did it as a q a and was like all right so what is you know and started fucking asking them a b c and d and they're probably like what the fuck is this guy doing versus yeah. you know building a little bit more rapport i would say so for you you know what are some of the turning points you like to do when you build a rapport and how would you say you're able to build such great rapport with your clients yeah, so I mean rapport is trust and people don't buy unless they trust you. So building rapport on the initial call is, is very important because you know a lot of these other companies or other loan officers, you know, don't build that trust right away. And you know, they're already out of the equation and you don't want to be another one of those people. So for me it's you know, I try to be relatable, you know, I try to understand why people are doing what they're doing and then I try to relate to it in order to relay that back to them that I'm actually understanding what they need and what they're talking about and how it's important in their own life, right? So if, you know, people are, you know, head to toe in debt, you know, it's like, listen, you know, I understand, you know, what you're kind of going through or I understand, you know, how this might feel, you know, let's, let's change your life financially for your future and, you know, this is what we're going to do. And I go into the little nitty gritty of, you know, the people or, you know, sometimes it's not even about finance. Sometimes people just want to talk to you. You know, sometimes people just want to spill whatever's on their mind at the time. You know, you ask them how the weather's doing, how their family's doing, how the holidays are doing, how all different types of conversations that have nothing to do with finance sometimes because people just, they want to talk, you know, and people love talking about themselves. That's, that's for sure. So if you can sit back ask good questions, listen in, relay that you're listening, then, you know, their guard kind of goes down a little bit. You can kind of implement what you're asking. And it just helps with the initial call to build that rapport quick to where, you know, before you're even going into a pitch of explaining exactly the numbers, you already build that relationship with them where they feel like, all right, this person's looking out for my best interests. I can trust this person. 
and you know can I trust this person with all my confidential information and a lot of times if you're just too salesy on the phone and you're pushing it too much it stops to it stops becoming personal and that's when people have their guard up so definitely building rapport as far as you know just shooting the shit with people and just understanding you know what their main objective is and you know really making that my main focus damn that's deep yeah that's it (laughs) that's it works man it sells you know it's like you gotta you gotta understand what makes people tick and you gotta understand you know why people are doing what they're doing you know why are you refinancing right now and if you ask enough right questions they'll spill it all out to you and then all you got to do is just solve that problem and uh you're golden absolutely and and what's funny is i think I think now, and, and why I kind of appreciate the process, like you said, is you got to enjoy the journey. And when we were there, you know, it was it was volume number one, but we were trying to get it on as many calls as possible. So I felt like sometimes I'd be rushing it, trying to get onto the next one, then to actually deal with the current one. And then it was funny, it's, it's going into a new position. The new position, they were like, oh, you know, you're going to listen, excuse me, you're going to listen to somebody and then you're going to create your own script. So in that case, you know, I just mirrored it off of my likeness and I was like, hey, this is what it is. And then from there, you know, it was just readapting, learning, hey, this is what I need to say better. This is the way I articulate it. You know, when it goes down to negotiating, start being assertive, mm-hmm. you know, oh, the price are too much. Could be. And then they just then just pause, you know, yeah. after you, you give them that number, just pause. And that was one thing I used to just try to talk all the way through until I read, you know, that it's always good to say less than more. And that's where I was like, oh shit, you know, all I really got to do is someone said this too much. Could be. Yeah. I mean, it's a lifetime investment. Yeah. And that's where they're like, what? You know, and it's just those little hints that you're dropping on them. And then if you need to, you know, you can go in further depth there. Um, But I just wanted to say another thing, brother, is when for you did it start clicking where you were like, hey, you know, I got everything in me. I just got to be able to execute. And then from there, you know, you just started rising up. And now you're fucking killing it. So it's awesome seeing you do that, brother. And that's why I have you on here. Um, so I just wanted to see if you can share a little bit of your journey there. Yeah. So for me, it's, um, you know, I, I went into this industry not knowing anything, right? It was just kind of a leap. I was just like, you know, uh, let's just take the jump. And uh, over time, you learn more and more and more. Each each month, each day that you're there, you're constantly learning. And it builds confidence when you know what you're talking about. And when somebody has an objection or somebody has something to say and you're able to answer it on the spot. And it not only builds trust and accountability or, you know, a credibility, um, but it's it sounds smooth, right? It's not like, you know, let me put you on hold and me ask somebody or, you know, I don't know that or, you know, kind of one of those things. So it just takes time. You know, you keep getting objections and you learn how to fight those objections. It's like second nature almost when people ask you things um, that might hold you back from the cell itself. But it just takes time. You know, just know that failing at something is just, you know, a stepping stone in, you know, for you to learn and grow from it and understand it and you know ask good questions to your peers to people that are being successful so that you can learn from them as well i think it's important throughout the process but for me it's it's been one of those things where um i think just in general with you know with sales it's like kind of a little wavy up and down a little bit and just understanding that you know you're gonna have bad days and you're gonna have good days and you just gotta kind of ride the wave out and, um, 
you know, just, just pick up the phone. You know, for me, it's like, you know, at times it can get, you know, very, you can get complacent or you can get like, man, I don't want to take a call or I don't, it's kind of the, you know, the same thing over and over and over again and kind of gets, you know, um, yeah, it just, it gets really, really like over and over and over again. So I just, you try to just put yourself into a mindset like, okay, this is a new opportunity, you know, for me to make money. This is a new opportunity for me to help somebody. This is a new opportunity for me to learn in the situation of whatever happens. And it's just a constant battle. I think sales is like, it's a game, you know, you got to go into it thinking, okay, what's going to happen? What chess move do I need to make? What do I need to try to switch up or change? Is it my tonality that I need to change? Is it this rebuttal that I need to say? Is it, um, you know, there's all t different types of things that are come come at you and, you know, you got to almost try to turn it back into something for yourself to see how you can grow in that process. And if you can consistently try to find that, then I think, you know, you'll do good. And I think that, you know, you'll enjoy what you're doing. If that's your, if that's like who you are, you know, some people just don't like sales, you know, some people are salespeople, some people aren't salespeople, you know, not everybody can sell, you know, but you know, if you enjoy that and you enjoy that process and you enjoy that game that we're all kind of playing, no matter what industry or what product or service you're selling, um, then, you know, you can enjoy that, you know, and sometimes you just got to remind yourself of that. I think we kind of get lost in it a little bit. I, I agree. I definitely agree again with you. See, see this common pattern here. Um, but yeah, I, I, this is something we used to talk about all the time, you know, is reeling ourselves back in. And then here comes me with the fucking terrible analogies. Um, if you pick up that phone, you're not going to die, you know, and that's sometimes the fear with me is, you know, is like I could just go on my phone and, and watch something versus doing what I got to do. Right. And that's the difference about entrepreneurs, winners. You know, it's taking that time and really yourself in and been like, I still fucking got this. Let's get it. You know, and for me. I did the same thing. I was starting to think sales wasn't for me. And then I read, uh, so, what is it, Seller Be Sold by uh, Grant Cardone. And he was just saying, like, literally think about it. You sell your significant other and why they're still with you. You sell your boss while you're good at your job. You sell your parents while you're a good kid. You sell your siblings, your best friends. You're always, you know, pushing your narrative, your agenda. You may not see it that way, but the way you just present yeah. yourself is that. And with me, it was like, I'm so casual and like, I'll be, my thing is I'm good with relationships, you know? So kind of like for the podcast, um, it was flowing a little bit more for me because at first, you know, I was doing the, I don't really know kind of phase. And it was kind of like, well, you don't message somebody and ask for something. So it was different, you know, and I was trying to figure out my groove. And then I really just thought about it, you know, started researching into material again. And it was like, Hey, you know, find the impact somebody else caused for you. So I went from there and I was like, hey brother, I really love your content. You know, I love the message you're pushing out there. I feel like you would vibe great with um, my listeners because that's exactly what they're looking for is how to get those tools to be successful, right? And from there. So with you, you know, similar things is yeah. you push yourself to the max just like I do. And it was always awesome, you know, talking to you, having that friend that's there, you know, and it's doing the same thing. So last thing before I let you go for the end of the night here, um, is what would you tell somebody who's currently going through it right now that is working their way to retool, regroup, so they can be able to achieve their definition of success? Yeah, just never give up, you know, never give, never give up on your goals and your dreams and what you're trying to accomplish in your life, you know, no matter how difficult things may seem, you know, there's always light at the end of the tunnel and, 
you got to enjoy the darkness at times. You know, you got to embrace the learning curve and you got to um, you got to enjoy the process of it. You know, there's going to be times where things don't go your way and there's going to be times where, you know, things will go your way and you'll get lucky. But I don't think you get lucky on purpose. You know, it's it's you preparing for an opportunity. And when the opportunity presents itself, you take advantage of it. And, um, you know, if you truly want something and you're passionate about it and you and you love it, you know, I think you will find its way as long as you continue to strive for it. You know, it's 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 really a mindset thing. You know, you got to almost believe it and think that's going to happen before it happens. And then you, you need to take the necessary steps, you know, to push yourself in that direction. And as long as you're doing that, you know, you'll you'll eventually get there. You know, maybe not now, maybe not tomorrow, but, you know, eventually you'll get there and you'll catch some breaks and things will happen. You'll look back and you'll say, OK, this is why this happened and this is why this happened. And I learned from this adversity and. You know, this was a really good time in my life and this was a really bad time in my life. And, you know, it made me who I am today. And I think, you know, you you meet people along the way that change your life and you meet people along the way that teach you things. And it's it's a never going process throughout your life. Even when you think you've accomplished what you still want, there's always something out there that will, you know, hopefully push you and drive you to try to get to your full potential. And I think that um, never, never give up on your dreams, you know, and that, you know, whatever they may be, you know, I think that anybody can obtain them, you know, if you try hard enough. So that's what I would say. About my man, I, I appreciate you. And what's funny is, and as I'd say the same thing, you know, it really goes down to that quote is it's better to be prepared for the opportunity than to get the opportunity and not be prepared. Right. And that's simply what it is. You know, it's every day taking that yeah. time learning more, um, reading, talking to people. And that was something we did over there a lot. You know, it's always asking each other, hey, you know, what are you doing that I'm not doing? What's working for you that's not? And sometimes that's what we need, you know, is we need those people to reel us back in. We need those people that are going to tell us, hey, right now your shit sucks. You know, you need to fix yourself. And that's where, you know, we do that self-improvement and we figure out what we need to do to get to that next level, right? So in this case, you know, the pain is is temporary, but it's not going to be there forever. Eventually, you're either going to make your goal or you're going to be like, you know what? I worked my ass off to get to this point and start showing gratitude for it. You know, and for me, it was kind of that same thing where it was like, am I going to keep beating myself up on something versus saying like, you know what? For the first time in my life, I had a problem learning something Um, that never happened. So I had to reinvent myself. You know, I had to make sure I was trying new things. I had to make sure that I, I stopped being an introvert, you know, and started talking yeah. to more people because they have the answers that I don't, obviously. So it was like learning those things, learning those keywords people are saying. And when they start saying, you know, um, dramatic things when they're talking, use words as obvious, you know, and make it seem, you know, use that uh, illusion to be able to push it back on you and to where you're thinking and contemplating it. And once I was able to learn, you know, that simple psychological facts there. Um, that was where I was like, oh, shit, you know, shit's clicking for me now. And now I'm able to see bigger pictures. So I appreciate you taking the time to come on tonight, brother, and talk again. You know, this is something we had in the works for quite some time. Yeah, yeah, most definitely. I appreciate being on here. And, you know, it was a good, good conversation. And, you know, I always enjoy talking with you. And um, I'm glad that you got your podcast going. This is This is big for yourself. And, you know, I'm happy with everything that's going on in your life right now. So congrats on the family and uh, look forward to doing this sometime in the near future. Absolutely, brother. And thank you again. Um, That's why you're my boy, you know, is because we take care of each other. 
And it went simple as, you know, one of the things I love about you the most, again, um, was even when we would go to lunch together, you know, and it's like, hey, you got this one time, I got this. And it was never one time, you know, it's like, hey, bro, you owe me some fucking money. It was like, hey, I got you. You know, and it was just a mutual respect, us taking care of each other as brothers. So it's really an honor, you know, to be able to speak with you. But again, you know, it's it's crazy how far we came throughout this time period and we still talk on the regular. So thank you, brother. You know, there's so much more coming. Oh, yeah. And um, this is only the beginning. You know, I actually had a conversation today as well where it was someone was just telling me and it was difficult hearing it, how easy it is to get to the next level and to create the second thing for the brand. And I'm trying to think, no, it's not that easy. And then when I start thinking about it, I'm like, oh, shit, the right. You know, so this is the beginning, brother. We're going to bring so much more to the equation and you will yeah. be back on the show, brother. Thank you. Uh, most definitely. I right, appreciate your time. You have a good night. Yo, I really appreciate y'all coming to the show today. It's awesome to be able to give you guys this content, to ask people those tough questions of why they do what they do and how they're able to win. Now, if you want to get to that next level, I need you to drop me a five-star rating below. Let me know how we helped you, what you're going to do to get to that next level. That way we can be able to continue this podcast and get bigger guests on here and continue giving you guys those tools. In conjunction with that, I'm going to roll out some new things to be able to help us out here. First thing is Alpha Podcasters. If you're looking to build a dominant brand through podcasting, 14 days or less, you're going to want to hit that link, Alpha Podcasters. You can be exactly where you need to be, be in the room with those like-minded individuals or helping you get to that next level. Now, if you're into tattoos, you needed something to make you feel more vibrant, you know, feel good, look good, you're gonna wanna look at Lucky 13's Tattoo Aftercare. The link's in the description. The promo code's also Lundizzle. You can be able to get a 25% discount. The product's amazing. Now, if you're interested in making more money for your business, gaining clients, some passive income, you're gonna to wanna to hit up my man, Aaron Davis at Urban Astronauts. This man is brilliant in what he does. He has multiple companies, multiple different offers he can help you with. I mean, if you wanna make money, Aaron's the man. Hit up Urban Astronauts. Now, if you're a podcaster who's looking to book and schedule guests for their show, you don't know where to start. You know, it's typical with what podcasters do. You wanna hit up Podmatch. Podmatch is that one-stop shop that's gonna be able to show you exactly Hey, this is where you can be able to connect with other podcasters. Let's get them on. Now, if you're interested in plant-based medicine, you don't know where to start, you'll want to check out Rafa 180. They're able to help you out getting the best product that's going to be fit for you so you can see exactly, hey, this is what's going to help me sleep. This is what's going to alleviate inflammation. This is what's going to leave me alleviate pain. That way, you're able to live that best life without being addicted to these drugs out there. Definitely hit up Rafa 180. The products are amazing. I myself will say, you know, it's a game changer. Now, if you're interested in video content or laser engraving, my man Eric Allen at EGA at ericallenmedia.com is a genius. Let him know when London sent you. You're on your way to be able to get into that next level, and he's going to be able to actually help you out with what you need. Eric's an amazing individual. I also had him on the show. Now, for our last thing here, A Plus Financial Solutions. That's going to be that one-stop shop again. If you needed you know, credit repair, business credit, life insurance, 401k rollovers, small business consulting, tax services, maybe even retirement planning, immigration services, business funding, or financial literacy classes, you're going to want to hit up Chevelle at A Plus Financial Solutions. She's going to be able to set you off right, help you out with what that next guidance for your life and business is. 
As always, you can contact me if you go to the winnersparadigm.xyz slash contact. Let me know what problems you're having. I can be able to help you. It's been a pleasure being able to give you guys content, being able to get those answers for people. This is only the beginning. Remember, one foot in front of the other. We're going to get to that goal. Keep working your ass off. It does not matter what anybody else says because you are the one who is controlling your future. Keep that in mind next time things get tough because there's other people that are in worse positions that we are. All we gotta do is just keep our mind straight. If we keep our mind straight, then our body's gonna follow. Then our actions staying consistent. You absolutely got it. This is the winner's paradigm. Let's get this.